0: Welcome to the Connecticut Weekender Podcast, bringing you events, festivals, and all things to do across Connecticut. As, As like always, I'm Ryan Host, Sylvester, and Ryan I am Sylvester. joined by Sean. Hey, everybody. And special guest today, Tim. We dragged Tim onto the show, and uh, he's going to join us for at least this one, maybe a couple others. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. Um, so, guys, what did we do this weekend? What did I do? I spread mulch. Really? Okay, so the, you guys have been following along as the mulch pile has hopefully been getting smaller and smaller. How much mulch did you end up spreading?
1: A lot. I think I've maybe gone through, I will say, 50% of the mulch pile wow. since the
2: spring. Wow. it's not bad. And, I'm and, proud. Uh, we'll get it done before the snow falls. I was going to say, are
1: you
0: going
2: to get it done before it's covered by snow? Yeah.
0: Now, do you measure the time it takes in actual time or in beers that you have to drink?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, wow. I'd be I'd be pretty fat if I measured it <laughs> in beers. Um, you know, it is a lot of time, like four hours of mulch. and Jeez. That's just minor dent in the pile.
0: More mulching for me. Well, I spent my weekend a little bit better. I went to, there's a... I did
1: more fun things, too. Oh, well, they, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt <laughs> I, you, then go ahead.
0: I took the kids hiking at Brook
1: Brook preserve in cheshire mm-hmm. and uh we went searching for bears i thought it was was it
0: bears yeah, yeah i thought was. you said it was some, oh okay well one
1: hopes to find a moose but oh okay. well sean was looking for
2: beer the kids were looking for bears
1: you're right <laughs> i don't know
2: how much beer you're gonna find in the woods but okay no, that's I, fun story in high school i once found just a six pack of beer in the woods did you drink it uh my friends and i did <laughs> 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 okay Shout out to Sundog Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to the
0: Stonington Vineyard. How was that? It was awesome. They had live music. And um, as you guys know, in my new puppy, I would carry him because there was a mass amount of people. Mm. And if I didn't carry him, I would have been stopped 13,000 times. But as I was walking past everyone, it was like a sea of awe. And it was really <laughs> cool. And I was walking with my mother and she like, she noticed it and it was, it was funny. But yeah, they had a live music um, we got a bottle of a very nice dry Cabernet nice. and uh, enjoyed some, some smooth jazz music
2: at the vineyard.
1: Always a nice yep. experience.
2: Yeah. I like wine. Well, Not kind jazz of wine. so much, but uh, red wine. Like a Cabernet Just kind of red. red. Oh, okay, you'd have no <laughs> idea. I well like the fruity kind. Yeah. I like wine. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. What did you do? Well, this weekend was uh, my birthday weekend. Happy birthday, Tim. Thank you, Ryan. That was definitely what I was looking for. Um, (laughs) And I so on Friday, I got all-you-can-eat sushi at Sushi Palace in North Haven. Awesome experience. (laughs) Just want to throw that out there. I don't like sushi. Me neither. Really? Well, for those of you who are cultured, it's great. (laughs) Um, And I actually think that that was all that I did this weekend. That's it. Doing anything good this weekend? This weekend? Um,
0: No. Mm. I'll be out of the state. So nothing. Actually, I'm coming back and I'm going to um, NASCAR. I'm going to do that on Sunday. You ever heard of that? Yes. Yes. It's like the trampoline place upstairs and then there's like a go-kart indoor track. What town is that in? Montville. Very cool. Montville, yeah. Mm. Um, So yeah, I'm going to do that, but... Sean, Sean you'll be gone too? Yes. Sean's going to Ireland. I am. Oh, we'll sorry. be looking for leprechauns and fairies. Right. That's not that's the only reason you're going. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, next week it'll just be me and Tim if I can drag him on again. But um uh,
2: I lied. I actually am doing something fun this weekend. I'm going to SBC in Milford tomorrow for drinks with like all of my cousins. That's good. I no. know what that is, but what, can you tell me again what that stands for? Um, I, I I do not know. Actually.
0: See, there we go. That's like um, Nebco. South, it's, it's Southport it's, Brewing Company. Is it Southport? Yeah. That's like when I said Nebco to you the other day and you're like, what's that?
1: Well, that sounds like a, you know, industrial manufacturing. Okay. Fair enough. Oil spill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but they make delicious beer.
0: So, Yeah. yeah. Nebco they is a new brewing company that, for are. those who don't know. Yeah. Um, ooh, bang bang shrimp. So, now well, <laughs> on the menu, I'm sorry. On the topic of Yeah, what's
2: you know, happening this weekend. Beers, okay. wines, yeah, I go? guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so one of the things that we had mentioned on Facebook, Twitter and stuff like that is this really cool event called Find the Wine. And that is going on at Hang on one sec. It's going on at Bishop
2: Orchards, I believe. Ooh.
0: Hope you got that right. <laughs> Me too.
2: Also, your Still voice loading. just got
1: super high. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while you're looking at okay. the details, I'll highlight this other cool thing, which is Quasi After Dark Beach Party, and it's at, want to guess where it is? Uh, Lake music. Compact. you got it. Oh, <laughs> Kwasi, Kwasi, yeah, featuring the music of Mattson Rose. Um, and uh, let's see, if you go to the website, you'll find a promo code, so definitely go do that. Food and beverage will be sold from Splash Away Bar Cafe on the beach, and it uh, should be a good time.
0: I was completely wrong, by
1: the way. (laughs) Good thing you corrected yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, It's Holmberg Orchards, and they have this Find the Wine, a grown-up corn maze adventure. So you basically go and you search the corn maze for wines and ciders. 21 only, strictly, that's what they have on their
1: their website. Now, I've I've looked at this in previous years, I believe,
0: Mm -hmm. or something like it at least,
1: and Mm -hmm. uh, I always decide to go, and then I find out it's sold out. Yeah. Yeah. So yep.
0: if you're thinking about it, you might want to check Make sure. to see
1: if tickets are available. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I don't know what, I mean, it says we recommend bringing a flashlight. So <laughs> they might be hiding it really well.
2: I I, I have no idea. I, so is, is it like, do they hide bottles within, I think so. the, within I think the maze? So. Or is it like <laughs> that you find like little sampling <laughs> tables or something as you, as you work through the maze?
0: I think a little bit of both. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe not a full bottle, maybe like, you Know a beer bottle, of cider. a bottle. This is a, this is a corn
1: maze, is that right? Yeah, is? so they replace the corn, yeah. With, oh, okay, so it's they, all the they corn stalks, right? So you have to open up all the corn <laughs> that sounds That'd be like really a cool. That would be wasteful. <laughs> um,
0: so going back to Quasi After Dark, if you go back to our previous episode, we talked to Ron from Quasi about um the massive success that that has been and how they have like local bands and everything. and. It's not it's not a late night, but it's a fun night, so uh, definitely check it out. If you're like me and fall asleep at 9.30 on the couch, then it's probably <laughs> definitely something fun to check out.
2: So what I saw that I thought was actually pretty cool, it's something I've been to in the past actually, is this Art and Flower Festival that is being held by Brookside Garden Center in Tolland. Um, it's just this like really cool sort of like you go and there's all kinds of vendors they they sell crafts they do face painting for the kids i mean they want you to buy their just kids well i'm mean, adult you, you too ryan <laughs> although your beard might make it a little yeah, that's tricky true. um and of course, of course they, they want, want you to to buy their their flowers and whatnot too but yeah even if you don't make any purchases it's free to go to free to park free to enter and it's a lot really? of fun yeah that's cool that's cool
0: i want to um i think i might go up there and get a face painting we'll see <laughs> So who did you interview this week? So I talked to Sherry from uh the Palace Theater. And I really have to say, uh, you know, we've been doing I have been doing a couple of interviews, you know, every you know, every other week or so. And she everyone is passionate, but she was super passionate, super uh you know, loved her job, loved what was going on. She she implemented a lot of, of cool things that have that are going on at the Palace Theater. In Waterbury, right? Yeah. And we, uh, one of the things that really stood out to me was this thing called second act. So it, they, they get people that have interesting lives and, and they've kind of lived a full life and are kind of starting another one and they come in and talk about it. And it's just, it's a really cool, uh, thing to highlight. And I, I think that, I mean, I don't know, I feel like I've lived a full life already. I could probably <laughs> give some insight. Um, just wait. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so it's really cool. They have a lot of exciting stuff, and uh, the other thing is that they they don't create the shows. They they're presenters, so they bring um, popular shows to the area, mm. and that's kind of one of their things. That that is they cool. do. So now
1: they have two awesome shows coming up. Do you know that? I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> Jokingly, Diana Crawl, and then I believe after you did the interview with them, they announced Bob Dylan.
2: Is that right? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because you
0: you came in and said something to me. Yeah.
2: I meant to mention this earlier today um, to you, Sean. Did you know that 311 was in Connecticut this week? No. They had but, a concert on Tuesday, uh, which I was invited to, but I said, no, I can't go. because They, they put
1: on a good show. So. They were with
2: um, The Offspring. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine had, had a no, pair boy, of tickets, but I...
0: My teenage self is... I was just going to say at a... At the risk of dating myself, yeah. I don't know who those people are. Oh, we li- no. we hear it. we listen to oh, them in the no. office a lot. You just don't know. Okay, so you were a teenager when you were listening to them, right? So that was when. Are you saying I'm old? I'm not saying you're old. Look. I'm just saying we're different ages.
2: Yes, but they
1: are. Uh,
2: I I still listen to I listen to a couple of Offspring songs when I run. I'm going to listen to one of them when can I run you, today. Can you
1: sing me your your favorite Offspring?
2: <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> in, the Offspring song. Offspring voice.
0: No. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, so we, we get to the, your interview. Yeah, let's get to the interview. Um, we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, we have a, we, we've been checking the stats uh, every once in a while and, and seeing a, a bunch of plays. So we appreciate it. Make sure to tell all your friends and hit that subscribe button on iTunes. And uh, please do. That's it, and we will catch up with you next week. Sean will be gone in Ireland searching for fairy, so it'll be me and Tim. Enjoy the interview. We'll talk to you next week. And I'd like to welcome Sherry Marcucci to the CT Weekender podcast. She is the marketing and public relations officer for the Palisader. She's been there for the past 13 years. Hey, Sherry, how are you doing?
3: I'm fabulous, Ryan. How are you today?
0: Well, I'm fabulous. You just brought my whole mood right back up with, with, your, uh, with all your energy. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, just give me a basic outline of you know, the Palisader and what you guys have been doing, how you've been growing over the past couple of years.
3: Sure, sure, well for those who might not know, um, the Palace Theater um, reopened in 2004 after a $30 million restoration. Mm -hmm. It was built in 1922 or opened originally in 1922 and it is is one of the most spectacular theaters nationwide. It is acclaimed, it is a historic site uh, and registered as such. Um, When people walk in for the first time, I call them the virgins because I can tell it's their first time. They just walk into the Grand Foyer, their mouths are agape, and they're looking around like it's the first time in in New York City. They cannot believe. And I think um, when people think we're located in Waterbury, Connecticut, they have no idea what to expect. And they are so blown away when they walk in.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that, you know, as, as soon as people walk in, their eyes light right up and, you know, I'm, I'm sure that their their idea of what the palace theater is um, changes immediately. Um, do you think that, you know, there's common misconceptions about the palace
3: theater? Um, are there misperceptions? Is that what you said?
0: Misconceptions. So do people perceive it as something different than it actually is?
3: I, I think they don't really know and their expectations are low. So <laughs> once they walk in, they are amazingly mm. surprised and uh, pleased. And from the moment they walk in to the moment they leave, with, without uh, exception, our patrons are treated as the the very um, welcome, privileged guests that we think they are and we believe they are and we treat them as such.
0: That, that's, that's really awesome. Um, you know, so is that one of the things uh, people can expect when visiting your venue, you know, just that top notch, you know, I, I don't know, service, but you know, just, just home, home feeling, you know, being, being where they belong, I guess.
3: It, you, you, you've, you've tied it up in a nutshell, Ryan. It's like white glove service and, nice. and people are spending their money with us. And that's a privilege. So when they come to see a show or have an experience or attend an event, we go all out and we have a wonderful, wonderful um, staff all around. But particularly uh, in for the customer, it's our front of house staff and our box office staff that make the experience so wonderful and pleasurable.
0: So would you say that? you know, your attention to detail, customer service is one of the things that sets you apart. You know, there's there's a couple other places where people could go, but, you know, why the Palace Theatre? You know, what puts you above all else?
3: Well, you you again hit it on the uh, head, the nail on the head. We do differentiate ourselves in that way. Um, we, we go that extra mile for our patrons, um, everything from you know, assisting someone in from curbside who may have mobility issues and, and our front of house staff, uh, a majority of which are volunteers, by the way, take such pride in this venue. And it shows, um, it shows in the way that they treat our guests.
0: It kind of seems like the, the customer service aspect of any company is kind of becoming this growing issue. And it seems that you guys are really, you know, putting in the effort kind of ahead of the curb. And, uh, and, you know, just making sure everyone feels welcome when they, when
3: they walk in. They feel um, welcome. They feel a part of it. We, we actually have uh, our tagline is your palace, your place. And we want people to feel that way from the minute they walk in to the moment they leave and take away um, that experience, share it with other people and come back again as well.
0: Those repeat customers. That's what we want. Um So you know in in our we talked before, and uh, you know we talked about a bunch of fun stuff that's been happening or is upcoming at the Palace Theater. Can you tell me a little bit about what's upcoming or you know what is your most popular event that you guys have seen growing over the years?
3: Okay, well, let me just um for your listeners' sake, Uh, let them know what it is that um, we offer. We are what's called a presenting house. So what we present, uh, we don't create shows here. We present the national tours of Broadway shows, as well as uh, concerts, comedy uh, with headliners. That's our our kind of core, what we do on the palace stage. Our, Our Broadway series, our Webster Broadway series is, Um, the core product and that's a six show series this upcoming season and we're very very excited we just came off a season where we had a two-week engagement of Phantom of the Opera this past year this year we have uh, a one-week engagement of Book of Mormon coming in April but we kick it off in in October with The Illusionist direct from Broadway live from Broadway and that is a spectacular show. If you like magic, this is a show you don't want to miss. And our theater, by the way, has some interesting history with um, magicians over the years. Um, And particularly, we've hosted all the greats from Harry Houdini, David Copperfield, and the like. So that show is going to be, there's five actually illusionists that are part of that show. Um, After that, we have the national tour of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the musical. November and the beginning of December, and we uh, follow that up in February with Legally Blonde, the national tour again of that show. Then we have a really original dance show called Tap Dogs from Australia as part of our Broadway series, and that will blow people away when they see the just amazing um, artistry that's exhibited in that show. Then, of course, Book of Mormon comes in April for a week. and i need i don't need to say a thing book of mormon speaks for (laughs) itself it's running on broadway and this is the national tour of that show and then we cap it off with the tour national tour of chicago the razzle dazzle musical that um just um doesn't quit and so that's our broadway series but then we also have uh, concerts in uh, Diana Craw in October, Alice Cooper in October, Tower of Power in October. I mean, we just have such a, a, a smashing uh, kickoff to our season this year. we're We're very excited about that. And other shows, of course, um, we do have um, a, a show for a family show, Daniel. Tiger is coming uh, in the springtime. So those of you who might be listening and have young children or young grandchildren, uh, that he's hugely popular um, on uh, PBS. And so um, young families or families with young children love, love, will love that show. We've we've just got a dynamite um, year ahead. We're also doing something very innovative and we're always looking of ways to bring people to our venue Um, besides the obvious so this year we're launching in September a a series called Second Act and it's in essence uh, I use the word loosely, it's a speaker series, but I like to call it uh, second act life stories by people whose first act was just a rehearsal. And basically, we've lined up some upstanding people who have done something either inspirational, aspirational, educational, or just plain comical in the second acts of their life and share that with uh, the audience members. This is, by the way, taking place in another space within the venue called our Polite Club, where we also hold a very popular monthly jazz series, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But the Second Act program, as I said, is launching in September, and it's a series of nine presentations. Some are in the early evening, some are on Saturday afternoons, and they're accompanied by a light. Dinner, light lunch, um, and the first speaker, just so you kind of get the sense of the the caliber of people we have coming, um, is a man named uh, Tom the Soup Force. He's a musician, and his the title of his presentation is "From the Boardroom to the Bandstand." Tom is a, um, a just a phenomenal uh, blues Hall of Fame recording artist, and he wasn't always that. He always had music in his life, but not as a profession and a career. And now he's pursuing it, not for the dollars, but for the passion. And so he's going to share that and how other people can, you know, follow suit and what it takes and, you know, kind of the foresight um, to really in in your second act, do those things you truly feel passionate about. So that's the kickoff. And he's actually bringing uh, some of his band with him. He's, um, and by the way, he's, He's appearing here. We're lucky to grab him because once he leaves us, he's going off on a big tour in China and Asia. So, wow. um, yeah, we're, we're really excited about him. And um, he's just the beginning. Then we have um, Mystery writer. And all, by the way, all these people are from Connecticut. All the presenters. Well, no, the that's really act- cool. Yeah, we have uh, Connecticut author Marty Herman, who's a mystery author, and um, I actually had the pleasure of meeting him several years back at the Big E, and uh, got to know him, loved his work, and um, so when we were looking for people, I reached out to him, and he was glad to be a part of this. Then we have um, you know, a woman who's going to, her name is Brooke Packard, and this is in December, she's going to teach us how to sleep. And if you're in your second act, any of us have that as an issue, but she's I would also going to gonna see that. Share,
0: she's,
3: she's also going to share some information about even those little people in your life that you might be caring for in your second act, um, how to get them to have better sleep habits. And as we all know, sleep is a critical part of taking care of ourselves and uh, it's become a hot topic. So Brooke Packard will be joining us in December. Um, People like, some people may know James Mates. He's a motivational speaker, but he has a really inspiring story about how he almost lost his life and and how he came back and is now um, just, you know, living life to the fullest. Also a gentleman who Almost lost his life in a different way, um, from Wall Street to Chappaquitic. Jeff Savage, who now is an actor that you can actually see in the movie Chappaquiddick. but he started out life very privileged. And then, well, you'll have to come to hear him in May to hear the rest of his story. So it's and you know it's people like that, people from all sorts of backgrounds, who had something they felt compelling that they could share with other people. To again be inspired, be educated on a topic, just be entertained. Um, and I'm just hoping that this series, and I, I have a very good feeling about it, takes off and really um, kind of starts a community of people that might be supportive of each other in other ways. And I'm so so very um, happy to say that the Connecticut Community Foundation was able to give us some money to um, start this program, and uh, we have a, a physical therapy practice now that's on board as a sponsor, Peak Physical Therapy in Waterbury. So, you know, people are catching the... Um, this is this is a topic, I think, that's very timely. As you know, I'm sure, Ryan, Depp, you know, still the baby boom generation outnumbers most other age groups, including millennials. Right. And so we're a force to be reckoned with. And we want that second act of our life to be as fulfilling and filled with adventure and uh, passion as it can be. So this second act series, I think, is going to be do very well for us. Some other things we do here as well on a monthly basis. We have a trivia. Um, um, event evening that um, is sold, sells out in advance every month. Um, that has been uh, hugely popular for the last oh, about four years now. Where I think we're going into our fourth year of offering trivia. And uh, people all ages come together and uh, and there's prizes. You can win tickets to palace shows um, for the team that uh, does the best at the end of the evening. And that's just a great fun uh, way to get together with people. And I mentioned earlier that our Second Act program is taking place in our Poli Club. That's on the second floor of our building, uh, which by the way is right in downtown Waterbury, 100 East Main Street. You can find us at palacetheaterct.org, And our jazz series takes place also in the Poli Club. And I have to tell you, the Poli Club is a a space that is very chameleon-like. It uh, can be as dressed up as to have a uh, dinner show during our Broadway series. People who are members of the Polite Club can dine there before the show and then go to their seats just up. Or it can morph into uh, a used for, and this is kind of hilarious. We had a woman one time celebrating her 40th, and, uh, 40th birthday, and she was throwing herself a birthday party. And so, what she asked of us, and what we were able to do, she wanted to do a pole dancing class for herself and her girlfriends that were coming before the rest of the attendees came oh later boy. in the evening and so she had a pole dancing class <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's that's i mean I'm really impressed with the, the the variety i mean there's just a plethora of stuff, and it seems like there's a lot of channels where you can grab a lot of different, um, you know, groups of people. So, you know, with all these people that are coming, you know, you're really selling them an experience. It's not just a show. It's, it's really an experience, but you know, let's say this, let's say that I want to come down there right with my fiance and I want to come see a show, you know, yep. let's, let's round out this whole experience. So where, where am I going to go to dinner? Where am I, you know, how am I getting to the show and where am I going for drinks after?
3: okay well I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we actually have a partnership with some of our local restaurants um, where we encourage people who are coming here either before to um, or want looking for a place to dine before the show or want as you say to step out after the show for a nightcap um, and so those restaurants you can find um, on our website under the entrees and Encores dinner in a show program but I'll just quickly give you a shout-out. Um, places like Diorio, which is famed, it's been around forever, and it has such a, um, a, a history, and the that space also is on the historic register, I believe. Um, La Pavola, which is up in the town plot area of Waterbury, and the town plot area of Waterbury has some of the best food bar none you, you would find anywhere. Uh, we have uh, San Marino, Nino's, uh, uh, Spartan, Bossies. Uh Let's see. Uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, I think I have most, I've said most of them. Um, and we would encourage you to go onto our website, look for entrees and encores, and you can find their addresses and phone numbers and their menus. Is,
0: um, um, so- is that the best way to, you know, In general, find information about the palace is just to go to the website or is there like a social channel that that people should be looking to?
3: Yes, absolutely. And just so people who are listening know, it's very easy to uh, get here. We're right off of Route 8 or 84. um, Easy to find. Um, Parking is easy. And if you go to our website, all that stuff is outlined. Um, We have a great Wonderful presence. Our our, our local uh, police are are so accommodating. When we have shows, they're here. They're escorting people across the street. It's just a great great place. And um I, I know that people are blown. Like I said, and I feel like I'm repeating myself to say it, but people are just amazed when when they come for the first time. We also, I mentioned, we do tours on a monthly basis as well as private tours. Um, you know, say your alumni association or uh, church group or whatever would like a private tour, we can accommodate those. And again, people just, uh, you know, they come in through that, and those are so affordably priced, they're $5. Um, but what it does is helps people get over that kind of hump is, hmm, I don't know where Waterbury is exactly, or I don't know where to park, or and the tours are during the day. So, um, you know, it, I think it helps, again, people, as you said earlier, the perceptions or misperceptions they may have, and they find what a lovely place it is to visit. And Waterbury, by the way, in general, just has some of the best examples of um, architecture from, you know, the the last century. And and many um, renowned architects of that day were the architects, you know, many of the buildings, whatever, the Palace Theater was designed by the architect Thomas Lamb. And he was a renowned architect, particularly for theatrical venues of the time period
0: well you know sherry you're you're so knowledgeable, you know you have such a such a passion for this stuff and and you speak you know with with just such excitement about everything, so it seems like you have a lot you know you wear a lot of hats and you're you're into a lot of different things um that surround the palace theater. What is your favorite thing about working there and partaking in all these events and stuff like that
3: oh well let's see i I love meeting all the different people that I get to meet whether there are customers or you know through trying to promote um, what's going on here, uh, I'm most excited when I can create something and I have to tell you that um, I'm really, really excited about the second act program because it was my my baby, my brainchild, and I'm just so thrilled to be able to do that and um, see it come to fruition um, so. I I just love everything we do here. I mean, from, um, you know, meeting people, from seeing the excitement on a person's face when they're particularly a child or a young person, when they're seeing, or, you know, when you see what that theatrical experience can do for someone and how they respond to it, that's exciting. That's just the best. I mean, live theater, there's nothing like it. You can't replicate that in-the-moment experience, and mm. that's, I think, my favorite thing.
0: Well, I mean, if you like everything, I, I guess it's an okay place to work. Um, well, Sherry, <laughs> I, I wanna thank you for coming on. Um, anyone listening, if you wanna find anything else, uh, look into anything else about The art, just visit their website. Sherry, it was awesome to talk to you. You are always welcome back. Um, and I just, so much
3: Ryan thank you would, for reaching out it's been my pleasure and I I just invite your listeners to come and visit us
0: absolutely we're um I'm, I'm definitely gonna look into the second act stuff I, I definitely want to make it out for at least a show um, but I thanks again and uh, we hope to talk to you soon
3: all right thank you